All right, welcome to week 11 of the Helped Podcast. And here's Matt with announcements. Big announcement this week, we have our Chief Strategy Officer with us Ooh. today. We have Luis Ortiz. Welcome, Luis. Thanks, guys. I'm really happy to be here. Luis, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I've spent the last uh, about 20 years in product development, product marketing, product management. I started uh, my career really early as a uh, semiconductor engineer, so I was in a white bunny suit, uh, breathing very toxic fumes. Um, I guess I would explain them. The sense of humor, right? That's right. (laughs) Um, But one of the neat things is that we we were creating some next-generation laser technology that nobody ever said that we could do, and we were able to do it, and I was really proud to be part of that group. And then from there, I I decided to, uh, to go into product management and product marketing, so I was able to lead global and North American product organizations at, at, at big companies such as Belkin, I was at Epson, and, and most recently at Halo. Uh, and I was responsible for things like product roadmaps and strategy and product development, marketing, tech support, engineering, industrial design, finance, logistics, and service. So um, one of the neat things that I've been able to do through the most, most of my career has been kind of be... Um, to be able to touch every part of an organization. Very cool. So which parts of those organizations would you say you're the most excited about? And what makes you an expert in those parts of that organization? So I would say um, the thing that makes me the most happy, that made me the most happy at product organizations was creating things that blew people's minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just be, being able to, to, to make a customer just delighted with the product that they have um, makes me really happy. Awesome. All right. Now, we don't really have a a guest format. I guess introductions is a good way to start as any podcast. Obviously, we talk a lot about the customer experience, how important that is, because that ties so much to what we're doing every day, making sure that our clients, customers are happy. Um, So now, Luis, I'd love to hear your thoughts coming on board here at Helped about the customer experience. Yeah, so, so the customer experience is so important because it's one of the ways, one of the only ways that a company can really talk to the customer directly. Um, the person goes out and they buy a product or they buy a service or they buy a song, but the company who's selling it really doesn't know who that customer is. And that interaction where the person picks up a phone and they make and, and they, they ask a question, whether it's a pre-sales question or to support question, um, or, you know, there's an issue with an order. I mean, being able to, to respond to a customer in a meaningful and complete way uh, makes that customer feel like the company really cares about them. And, and that's a great way for a company to de- be able to deliver on a promise. It's, it's a promise that um, when you buy a product from that company, you're not buying the product, you're not buying the widget, you're not buying the service, but you're really buying that whole company. That's cool. Is that what drew you to Helped? It, it's one of the reasons. Um, you know, one of the things that, that Helped, I believe, is going to be able to do is to enable companies to uh, really be good at the things that they need to be good at, mm-hmm. like product development, like mm-hmm. sales, like marketing. And they recognize that customer service is so important that they are going to come to somebody like us 
with that with that expertise uh, to be able to continue that whole customer journey. So um, they know that they're very good at certain things, and they know that we're very good at certain things, and together we can help them deliver on that brand promise. So let's imagine that you're in the bonnie suit, and a call comes in. What are the actual steps that you'd have to take? Do you have to, like, decontaminate and then pick up the phone? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so inside of a clean room, um, there are phones that are made that are that are super clean, so I could pick up the phone right away. Yeah. Uh, and, that's, and that's a great thing, right? Because like any other customer service experience, you, you don't want that person to wait. Yep. So it doesn't really matter where you are or what you're doing. That customer has to come first, and that customer shouldn't care – they should not have to know what you're doing. Yeah. They have to know that they are the most important person for me. Well, so it doesn't matter if I was in the clean room or at my desk or on the road. If somebody calls me for some help, um, they've got to be my primary focus. And that's 100% right. But if I'm running a business that has a clean room with some expensive engineers and bunny suits, mm. I don't want them to have to stop what they're doing to answer a customer call. That seems like it's a waste of time and resources. Do the bunny ears get in the way of the phone, or how does that work? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. All right. So now we've spent a lot of time in the, since we started this podcast complaining, talking about our experiences with different businesses, good and bad. We want to get your takes now. Do you have a, an example of a bad customer experience that you've dealt with? Um, yeah. So... Um, you can name names. Don't worry about it. It's okay. So, so I guess I have two. I've got one of them that was directly related to um, technical support, and that was um, it was a company here in Southern California that um, my wife and I were very interested in buying one of their laser laser etching machines, hmm. and we really needed to talk with somebody about specifications because we had never bought these machines before and they're all over the internet because anybody can make these really inexpensive etchers but we want to buy one to start to start a small business my, my wife wants to make um engrave yeti cups and stuff for cool. for, for, for you know it's kind of like a side thing that she I wants to do is very furry animal thing <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeti. so um so we went online and there was no way for us to talk to somebody mm. they had no no matter what phone number they had on there, it directed us either to a an answering service or it just hung itself up. Mm. So, so we did. We we drove an hour to the location and we got over there and we we talked to somebody and they were able to help us. So from that perspective, you know, somebody was able to help us. But I had to drive an hour to to, to go and get these things um, to get these questions answered. And it's frustrating because it was something that could have been done over the phone. Seriously. Uh, now, to their to their to their um, credit, um, there there were some internal issues that they had. Um, there were some economic issues um, that they were dealing with, and they had to let th- that person go. But again, it's one of the things that we are able to do here, where you know the, the cost of having somebody answer the phone full time mm-hmm. is is not negligible. Right. And one of the things that we're able to do here is to take the burden of that expense um, and make it much, much better for the, for our customer. If you had to make the decision between sales, engineering, you know, production or tech support, I feel like a lot of people would say, Hey, you know, tech support is something that we can, we can live without, but 
in reality, you know, that's like you said, that's the interaction with the customer. That's the company's chance to, to really shine. And if we're cutting expenses and getting rid of, you know, a tech team, you're kind of missing out on that ability to, to shine for the customer. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's the, the pre-sales thing. You better make sure that everything on your website or whatever you're advertising mm. is bulletproof. People don't have questions or yeah. you're going to need those technical people to answer the questions. Or if it's post-sales, you better hope your product never, ever fails yeah. or you're not going to have any repeat business. Right. And, and again, it, this is all part of this brand promise that, that companies are, are striving to get to. And mm-hmm. if you're able to, if, if you're working with a salesperson who does a really good job and then you get the product and, and you have it and, and it's installed and then somebody doesn't work and you can't get that support, then that promise that you were expecting of having complete ownership from that company isn't there anymore. We, in some of the places where I've worked, we used to call it the, the customer bear hug. Mm. Where we want the, another furry animal. Just, that's right. Just throwing that out there. That's right. I mean, we <laughs> want that customer to feel like they're hugged by us the whole time. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right. So now we don't really do plugs or anything, but it sounded like that worked out well. Are you still doing the laser engraving? Is there a business we can plug? <laughs> <laughs> laser engraved Yeti mug? Uh, sure. I know we're going to get our swag. I mean, come on. That's right. I'm excited. All right. So then, how about the flip side? Do you have a good experience, something that, you know, built some of that customer loyalty in you? I do. So uh, during COVID, uh, you know, most people picked up um, uh, sort of activities that they, they they wanted to learn and they never had time, so they picked things up. Um, a lot of people went the fitness route, and I went to uh, to sit down and, uh, <laughs> and learn how to sew. So I learned how to sew um, uh, on an industrial machine. It's from a company, and again... I'm not getting anything from saying the name of the company, but it's a company called Sailrite. Mm-hmm. Sailrite, if you're listening, you can uh, send this yeah, swag Make the check to... payable. Go on, go on. <laughs> uh, so Sailrite, uh, they, they started as a company making industrial sewing machines for people who were building things for their boats. Mm-hmm. And um, they, the, com- the machines worked so well that they, were, they, they, went, they made machines that would go into the home. And uh, it was great because I... I, when I went to go buy the machine, I had some questions and I called them and the first person who answered the phone knew how to answer my questions. And I got the machine and there were easy to understand videos for everything that I needed from installation to how to start sewing, how to set the dials, how to move things around. Um, and one of the things that was really interesting was after I, during the purchasing process, there was a part that the machine had in the kit. I mean, this is a pretty big kit with hundreds of parts. And there was a part that I want that I wanted, but wasn't part of the kit. And I called him and I said, look, I, I'd like to place this order, but I, I really want this other part, but I don't want the one that you guys have in the box. Mm-hmm. And within 30 seconds, the lady said, look, no problem, easy. We will re-kit the whole box just for you because, you know, we want to make sure that you have what you need. Awesome. Um, so to me, this is the type of experience where they answered all my pre-sale questions. They had all of the content that was necessary for me to do the installation. And when I went to go order, and they had no issue re-kitting the box just because they wanted to make sure that I had what I needed. That's fantastic. Above and beyond. Wow. All right. So now we usually wrap up with a tech support horror story or some flavor thereof. Luis, in your experience, you know, product-related, your various industries, your furry hobby, 
Any <laughs> horror stories come to mind? Um, one of the, and this is not a, a phone support um, uh, related issue, but this was a, um, this was uh, actually my wife went to a well-known electronic store in Southern California. And she wanted to buy this thing you young people don't know about. It's called a CD-ROM. Oh. And she went to go buy a CD-ROM for her desktop computer. Mm. Um, and when she went to the store, they had two different uh, CD-ROMs. They had one that was of lower price, and there was one name brand one that had a higher price. Mm-hmm. She called over an, uh, an employee, and she said, um, why is this one more expensive than the other one? And the employee could not answer the question. Hmm. And he went to, well, because it's more expensive, it's better. <laughs> and, and so then she called the manager and she said, look, I, can somebody please explain to me the difference between these two? Yeah. And after getting the same answer, the, uh, the employee said, well, maybe you should bring your dad and then we'll explain it to your dad. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Well, that's aggressive. So, so to me, that is... Um, it's not only condescending, but it's mm-hmm. also misogynistic. Yeah, yeah. But it's also an example of a company not understanding that there's a person with money in hand, yeah, ready to purchase, yeah, and they did everything possible to not help this to customer alienate, and not only to help, but you're absolutely right to alienate the customer. Um, and she never purchased from that company. Man. Out of curiosity, has that company gone out of business? They have. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> Not a huge surprise there. <laughs> um, but again, it, it, I, I go back to this brand promise. And yeah. I, I like going back to this over and over again because for companies, um, they really need to always be thinking about what is that thing that they are delivering. Yeah. Are they delivering a box, a, a widget, a service, or is it really a promise? And it's what we're trying to do here, right? We are trying to, at helped. what we're trying to do is deliver on this promise to our customer. And we want to make sure that our customer is getting everything that they need from us, yeah. right? Any, whatever way that they need their te- technical support set up, whatever kind of modification or package that they need, we want to make sure that they get what they need so that then their customer has the best experience possible. I love it. All right. I think we're trying to keep vaguely to our 10-minute promise. So we're going to cut you off there and wrap this one up. Thanks for listening. This has been the Helped Podcast. Vroom, vroom.